Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Uh, let's start episode 364 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. Today we would like to talk a little bit about... Uh, the recital that uh, we witnessed uh, last week, our friend Paulus played uh, a short uh, half an hour recital at Vilnius Cathedral. Actually, it lasted 25 minutes. 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, it was a big deal for him because, you know, well, it is a Vilnius Cathedral. A big place, many people came, and um, it was organized uh, as a Christmas organ series by National Association of Organists in Lithuania. And uh, Polus played one of the recitals uh, last Saturday. First of all, Osha, what do you think about this? Did uh, Polus made a good progress considering your last mm, your last experience of him playing the organ do you want me to be honest or do you want me to tell that he did a progress uh, do you think that these two things are mutually exclusive I don't know. Well, anyway, let's uh, start, you know, our talk with what you told me a night before his recital, because Vidas was, you know, turning pages for him. Mm-hmm. And a night before his recital, what Vidas told to me, I thought that I will hear a very sloppy performance. But it didn't happen. So I guess he made overnight progress. He played much better during the recital than in the last rehearsal. I only heard him once, right? I didn't go to the cathedral a few times before when he was playing. I couldn't come. So, yes, I was stressed out and he was stressed out too, rather scared. I guess, for the upcoming performance, which was sort of 
very natural because we all are scared when something big is approaching and we're not re- really feeling secure. But you know, he has this wonderful quality that he did such a good job comparing to what he, you know, he could do and what he did, you know, a night before. And that's a very good sign. Very few of us, I think, have this quality. Because usually under the pressure, people do much sloppier job than we could do. Are you one of those people? Because uh, I am, usually. Well, I don't think so. But, 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 but it's very hard to, you know, to judge yourself and to be sort of objective when talking about oneself. And actually, there are different instances, different experiences in our own life. Sometimes we play better during the public performance and sometimes a little bit worse. You know, I just draw a very useful lesson after this recital, and it was a nice recital. I mean, I enjoyed much, much of it. But also, I thought how it could be if you know things would be different. And I realized that you know you need to prepare in advance, and it doesn't matter what because uh, uh, before this recital, he could not practice enough. And he knew probably about it in advance, I believe, because he knew that this is, you know, the time before Christmas, which is very, very busy for church organists and gives all kind of additional work. Mm -hmm. And uh, therefore you need to prepare in advance. Mm -hmm. For your sake, for your listener's sake, for everybody's sake. I didn't ask him, but... It would have been really worth trying to play a dress rehearsal at least two months before. And I think that's what did you know George Richard and Quentin Faulkner that we forced everybody to play. For professionals, I think one month before is acceptable. And that's what we did. We had to play, you know, entire program one month before in public. But for for people who are still learning, I think two months before the public performance, you have to play the run through. Because you always need to you know to take in 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 mind that things might happen. You you know you might get sick for a week or two, or something might happen. You know accident or whatever. Unexpected works, jobs, you no, know, all kind of you no know, complications. So, and that way, if you will be re- really ready in advance, you will not be so much stressed out. What do you mean by run through? Is you have to play your entire program without stopping from beginning to the end in a concert tempo? Yes, with as many mistakes as you like, it doesn't matter. Well, if you will make mistakes in every measure, that means that you are not ready to play through. But, uh, <laughs> well, it... Well, I... Within I, I, reason, right? I don't agree with you Without about reason. mistakes. But do you even imagine that a person would make <laughs> mistake in every measure and still would play in a concert tempo? 
I would I couldn't imagine Well, that. you know, miracles happen as we daily say on it, our podcasts. If you could play your program in a concert tempo, then feel free to make mistakes. Because you know, I I have seen people who are very self-conscious and that are very sort of self-confidence. Mm-hmm. And you never know whom you are talking to. And sometimes people are very having very good, very high opinion about themselves. And sometimes it's just another way. So. Oh, you mean that uh, things that we're talking right now would be perceived differently by other people? That's right. By different people? That's right. Differently. Yes. When I say, please do as many mistakes as you like, <laughs> then that person would really um, play absolutely horribly, but still think, oh, Vidas, let me play with mistakes. So don't don't tell that, because you need to do as as little mistakes as you can. That's the purpose. For me, the purpose is to play with con- in concert tempo. And within reason to make mistakes. I mean, not to focus on the mistakes, but focus on the tempo. And then you will have two months to reduce those mistakes. Well, but anyway, you know, what I'm, what I'm talking about and what I'm keeping in mind and what is very important for me that, you know, if I play a recital and I'm really ready for it, I know that I did what I could. Mm-hmm. And then let's see, something will happen to me during recital some you know unexpected mistakes or I don't know the organ would break or something else then I would just know that I did what I could and know what happened just happened and no I would be you know sort of well pleased pleased yes but 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 if I wouldn't be ready for recital for some some reasons, and I would do a sloppy job, then no, I would feel really guilty. Um, by that by this time, probably our listeners are wondering, <laughs> what did Pogrus play? <laughs> right, we are talking about recital, and they don't know what he performed. So. Um, the first piece on the program was uh, Nun Kom der Heiden Highland uh, from the Orgelbuchlein by Johann Sebastian Bach. And I think the next two pieces also were from the same collections. Right. Uh, then the second was uh, BWV 600. If the first was BWV 599, this, the next one in the program was in order six. 600 and then uh, 601 all three of them together and then Paulus played Nuncom from the Leipzig collection exactly from 18 great chorales BWV 659 I believe where the chorale melody is in the right hand ornamented the famous Advent Chorale. And then, what came next? De Monsieur. Jean de Monsieur, uh, also ornamented chorale on uh, Rorate Celi. 
That's right, and then he did his own improvisation, which I think was the best on the program. Uh-huh, and the theme for this improvisation was also Advent hymns. And then he finished with, with a toccata, French-style toccata by... Uh, Carter. Carter. Mm-hmm. It came from the Oxford collection of Christmas music. Yes, so it took about 25 minutes to yes. perform. It well, actually, it had to take less than 25 minutes because I believe that that last toccata by Carter was performed probably, I would not say maybe double as slow as it should be, but maybe one third slower. When it should be. Was it that was it that obvious? Well in some parts yes. Because he started because tempo, normally te- but the tempo wasn't steady. That's what I noticed down. in that toccata, mm-hmm. so uh-huh. you know, you just felt that organ is controlling him, not he is controlling the instrument. But organ Buchlein chorals were performed I think well. Yes, that's true. All three of them. That's true. Not the last one non from the Leipzig collection. Six oh one BW six oh one. Here, Christer Einiges Godeson. Paulus have played it many years ago, and repeated it just for this performance. And um, was feeling very shaky the night before about it. So I was kind of re- really surprised that he managed to play it very it's, well. It's not an easy, you know, chorale. Especially if you don't uh, play it, you know, with care and precision. It's the first, you know, or the different chorale that I have learned in mm. my life. Maybe it was one of his first too, when he was studying with me. But that was like at the beginning of our friendship. So right when we returned from the United States That's right. in 2007. But in general, I think you know that, that he has a great potential and he showed it on this recital. Mm-hmm. I'm just you no know, sorry that you know he doesn't feel very well himself. I think, and he knows why. But I think that uh, Nuncom from Leipzig collection could have been played even better because he messed up a little bit uh, in ornamented uh, places. He didn't uh, sometimes know how to perform. Go- correctly ornaments and the easiest way to do this is just to listen to, to, my, listen to, your recording, to yes. my recording for example I'm not being very to my recording there are other wonderful non-com recordings uh, wait a second I'm not being very what's this word I'm, I'm looking for um, modest <laughs> right, Osha. That's right. But that's because he's Everybody playing. Everybody knows this. <laughs> but that's because he's playing from my 
fingered and pedaled score. He using he's using my score, so he could listen to my performance on YouTube, and that would take him five minutes. That's right. Um, unless he doesn't like my recording, then he you could really listen to your recording. <laughs> Have I recorded this choral? I don't think so. Um, then he could ask you to, to record it. But in general, I think that if we are talking about Leipzig collection, this is probably the easiest chorale from the great 18 chorales to play. Mm-hmm. And it's a very good you know, piece if you want something not too complicated and beautiful to play. Do you think that the Polus could benefit from harmony studies a little bit more? Of course, I think. Was it obvious from listening? Well, yes, sometimes yes, because I think he needs, and everybody needs, you know, to pay more attention to, 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 to chordal structure, to harmonic structure. Then it will help you, you know, to to show your audience what is more important and what is less important. Well, to put it another way, this the piece will start to speak to you. That's right. In a musical way. Because it will help you, you know, to internalize its structure. Maybe it, it now speaks on emotional level, like, like it's uh-huh. beautiful, uh-huh. you feel the flow, you feel moved, but you don't know what's happening inside. You don't know how the composer created it, this piece. I'm not even talking about Bach or, or Carter, any type of music that you you play you if you don't know what's going on inside then you're missing something right so polus could really benefit from harmony studies but in general to summarize i was really pleased i thought that he has great potential considering um the circumstances that he was in. So, Paulus, if you're listening to this, don't stop. Continue practice. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online, where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, the sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for your SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right, as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, 
It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vides and Osha. thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.